What's up, everybody? I am Jalen Suits, the host of Sit Down with Swaggy Suits. Today, we have freshman track star from Waco, Texas, Maggie Morris. Maggie, how are you feeling mentally and physically right now? Um, Honestly, I'm pretty just excited to be on this little podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Honestly, like, I wouldn't call myself the track star, <laughs> but hey, I mean, we got here to DBU, got so here. I think that's really cool, and I guess physically, just tired a little bit. Mm-hmm. I feel like as athletes, we're always just kind of blowing and going. And so I'm just chilling, though. I'm just happy to be here. So It's yeah. going to be fun. It's going to be fun. <laughs> now, we're going to get straight into it, okay? Yeah. Now, going straight into it, in 2018, you were diagnosed with POTS syndrome. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Yeah, so um, I had POTS syndrome my freshman year of high school. Um, mm. It's kind of a long story, but basically, um, I was in my freshman high school like English class, and all of a sudden, I wasn't like, feeling well. And mm-hmm. so then... Um, my teacher like was like, are you okay? And I was like, no, I just, I don't know what's going on. And all of a sudden, like I passed out and like on her and it was just kind of this crazy thing that happened. And so then, um, I was admitted to the hospital and like my heart rate is like at 160 and they couldn't really figure out what was wrong with me. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, you know, confused and wasn't really understanding what was all happening. And then they like figured out that I had pot syndrome. They did like this um, table tilt test thing. And basically they were like, yeah, you have this condition. And I was like, what even is this? Like, I was like, okay, what's pods? Like, what the heck is that? And it stands for like postural orthostatic tachycardia (laughs) syndrome. It's like this long. Yeah. I looked it up. I was like, I'm going to let let her explain it. (laughs) Yeah. And so, um, I was just like, what the heck? And they were saying, you know, like it affects your heart rate and it's like a nervous system disorder. And I was just like, man, like, what does this mean for me? Like, what does this mean for my athletics, my future and things like that? And they were saying, um, well, you're not going to get like probably better. You might just like grow out of it eventually, but we don't really have, you know, an estimated amount of time, maybe your (laughs) twenties when you're going to get better. And I was like, what? Um, (laughs) I was like, that's crazy. Like, I wasn't really sure what to think at the time. I just, just got into high school. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm just like thinking to myself how the heck, you know, am I going to get through this year? And um, with this kind of an illness, and I went to school that following week, even though I was, like, pretty ill, like, I just really wanted to try to see how I could function normally on my own. And I was, like, in a wheelchair for a little bit, and people were just, like, bombarding me with questions, like, what's mm-hmm. going on? Like, why are you, what's happening to you? Like, yeah. why are you in a wheelchair? I was, like, I'm asking myself the same question. Right. I don't like, know. <laughs> I barely even know this illness. I just got diagnosed, and I just had no idea the journey that would be ahead of me with it. Um, long story short, I couldn't function really going to school, um, and so I had to be homebound my whole freshman year. So oh. I was, like, a teacher would come to my house and help me do my work, and basically like this illness it's just very debilitating like you can't really get out of bed like Mm -hmm. it just takes so much energy to do everything Mm -hmm. and it was just really um scary and I just didn't really know how to deal with it and um you know I had faith you know in God and I began to like question you know like why would God do this to me and things like that and just kept like was like man like why am I going through this and um but then I kind of started thinking like well how can I persevere through this like how can I learn from this and um for a while you know I kind of definitely signed like some depression anxiety for sure Mm -hmm. um through my freshman year just because I kind of assumed this is my normal lifestyle like thought this was just the way I was gonna be for who knew who knew how long you know and Mm so um but then like um I'm going to try a thing. It's just so long ago, but, uh, I just kind of, you know, just kept 
praying and fasting and just really trying to, uh, you know, stick with my morals and my beliefs and believing in who God was. And um, long story short, like he healed me um, from it. And basically it was just like this miraculous thing where I was, um, man, it was crazy. I was just in my bedroom and I had like, I was fasting. And if you don't know what fasting is for, you know, anyone watching, it's basically where you give up something to just like, Mm-hmm. Um, just to get spend, better at yeah, something spend time else. with God. Yeah. And, um, so I gave up like social media and things like that. And so I just really took my time to just be with the Lord and he revealed himself to me and he healed me. And I remember like trying to go around outside and I just felt a little out of shape, but I was like, had no symptoms of the tachycardia, which affects my heart rate and things like that, where I right. feel like I can't do anything without getting super dizzy and lightheaded and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I literally come into my house and the song God of Miracles is playing on my Spotify out of nowhere. Really? Like, yeah, it was crazy. I was like, what, what kind of <laughs> come out a Christian movie or something? Right. <laughs> like, this stuff doesn't happen to me. Um, but it was just crazy. And, um, I just like my face just skyrocketed at that point because I was just like, man, like I, I, I didn't realize like the journey God wanted to take me on. And so then um, my sophomore year, I had this thought, I was like, you know, like I would love to, you know, pursue track again. I would love to take it to the college level. And I was like, what would it look like if I started training, um, for this sport and do it for the glory of God? Um, and so I basically just started training on my own, but this was during COVID cause COVID yeah. hit and it took out my track took season again. So I lost like two years of track and Man. it was tough. And so um, but then I was like pulling tires up hills like we just had from our garage and my stepdad was like so impressed. He started getting me a trainer and um, mm-hmm. she wasn't even like really track related trainer. She just was someone to help me with weights and getting stronger because I definitely lacked a lot of strength mm-hmm. um, just from all the muscle mass I had lost, you know, from right. my freshman year with being sick. And so then I started just getting my strength back then, and then um, I went to my junior year, finally being able to compete, but it was still kind of wonky with um just the fact that I you know was still going through the COVID thing and um my meets were kind of getting canceled and Mm -hmm. then summer track happened and so that was just kind of a crazy thing and so yeah and I know you just asked about like pots but I kind of went to whole thing but just crazy what pots did to like get to my you know journey with track Mm -hmm. and just didn't expect that all to happen so fast but yeah so I can I can definitely kind (laughs) of like (laughs) I'm familiar with that because yeah. I, I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis yeah, my sophomore yeah, year of high school. Yeah, yeah so that's mm-hmm. basically like my colon. It's basically yeah. like my stomach is very inflamed. Yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. flare-ups and stuff yeah. like that. And I didn't find out. T- I was playing basketball. Oh, shoot. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I was good at taking charges. And basically yeah. with a charge, is like you just get ran over, like being still. That's yeah. a charge. And I was really good at doing that. And I took one one day in practice. I was like, I cannot move. Yeah. Like, my stomach hurts. Yeah. And my uh, coach was like, Jalen, get up. But well, they didn't call me Jalen. They called me Suits. Get up. I was like, <laughs> I, I can't coach. <laughs> I'm out of it. So uh, went to the hospital, ER, got that all situation. They didn't even know what was going on with me. Yeah. Like, I went to the ER like twice and oh my no answer. And then I finally went to somewhere else. And I was like, yeah. But they was like, we don't know if you have ulcerative colitis or Crohn's. Wow. Yeah. So it was like, lose-lose situation, yeah, but right. you don't want Crohn's. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, man, like, that's tough. And yeah. like. We was, like, going until, like, the end of the basketball season. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't coach. Yeah. Like, I'm out. Right. And it just hurt. But mm-hmm. it took a toll on me mentally. Right. And I know, like you said, it took a toll on you mm-hmm. mentally. But God gave his yeah, toughest battles sure. 
to his toughest soldiers, you know, and and literally making you the person you are right now. So that's what's (laughs) up. What was your dream when you was a kid? What was my dream? Yeah. Um, That's a great question. Honestly, uh, I remember like watching sports a lot as a kid growing up and, Mm -hmm. you know, I remember seeing like the Olympics with track and things like that. I was like, man, like I would love that to do that. And obviously... Um, I don't consider myself anywhere near the Olympic level now. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's great being a college athlete, but I just remember just having such a fire and a passion um, to change the world um, and not like, just like as a little kid, you're just like, man, I really want to impact the world. And yeah. I mean, for me now, it's to impact the world around me, like, you know, here at DBU and in my family and with my friends and the people that God's placed in my life. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just really kind of been that little dream inside me. And um, I've always just loved track and I've always loved racing and mm-hmm. things like that. Since I was a kid, I would always race the boys at recess. And um, it's just really cool just seeing how God's like tied that passion for track and passion for people um, just in my life recently. And it's just been really cool to be a part of. So that's what's yeah. up. You said about changing the world around you. Yeah. I challenge you to mm-hmm. change the world everywhere, yes, just not around you. You never sure. know, like yeah. who, like this podcast can reach mm-hmm. out to somebody and like you just change their life. Like Aww. that's that's the <laughs> yeah, whole that's sure. the whole gift of being a Christian. Yes. It's just not mm-hmm. uh, just about changing somebody that's right there with you. Exactly. You can change mm-hmm. anywhere. The mm-hmm. title, social media, yeah. and all that. Like you never know mm-hmm. who's watching, and like yes. you can just change somebody. So sure. I challenge you just. Just not only do it with the people around you, but do it to, you know, everybody. Yes, for sure. God gave you that gift for a reason. Yeah, I think for me, it's like thinking more of like, I don't need to be this famous, crazy person that everyone's following on Instagram and all that. It's just for me, impacting just one or two people in my life is good enough. Like, uh, if God would give me a following, that's like up to him. But for me, it's just like, you just don't know the people that you're going to impact that can impact someone else and Mm -hmm. then impact someone else. Kind of like the whole chain reaction thing, you know? Right. And to me, that just matters more than anything else. So Yeah, that's yeah. what's up. Mm-hmm. Now you're here at DVU. Yeah. <laughs> I think I probably already know this, but what made you choose DVU? Um, man, obviously, like, the track program was the first thing that stuck out to me. Even though it was kind of um, the underdog here at DVU, mm-hmm. I, I knew coming in this was going to be a place that was going to impact me spiritually, um, academically, and athletically. And so... When I visited here, I, I just had a lot of peace just from God, just like, yeah, this is this is it. And I could just really envision myself here and I could just sense a lot of people here had just um, a zeal for the Lord. And especially like on the team, I could just tell people were very authentic and real um, and just wanted to make me feel loved and welcomed. Um, and so I just really love that here. And I just I'm really glad I chose DBU. Yeah. I think um you know, a lot of my friends like were like, "Why did you go to Baylor or whatever?" Because you know, I'm from Waco. You're from Waco. <laughs> and um, I think the thing is, I always say, you know, the Lord wasn't called me there, you yeah. know. And so um, I'm just really glad to be in Dallas, though. And I think it's been just a big, you know, jump for me, <laughs> um, mentally, emotionally, physically, mm-hmm. just coming up here all on my own. And I mean, I'm only an hour and a half away from Waco, really, but it's still just a big jump and yeah. pushing me into adulthood and being my own person and. I don't really have to, you know, like I, if I were to stay in Waco, I don't have my parents to just like lean back yeah. on all the time to go home and see my friends from high school. Like I really have to just learn how to be my be on my own and be yeah. by myself. And I think it's just challenged me a lot. And I knew I wanted to be somewhere outside of Waco um, just because I grew up there pretty much my whole life. Yeah, so I feel yeah. you. <laughs> I feel you. How are you adjusting to being in college as a student? 
Um, I think when I first came in, it was really tough because I just, <laughs> this is going to be, I'm just going to be honest. I wasn't look. I didn't look at rate my professor or anything. Like I didn't that. either. I just, <laughs> I just started doing that this last semester. Oh my God. I'll just go yeah. in, just pick a class. Cool. You yeah, know. no, I just went and picked classes and my advisor was like, yeah, just choose these classes. You need to take this and that. And mm-hmm. I was struggling the last semester just because I just put too much on myself, even though I wasn't even taking that many credits. It's just the professor I had. Mm-hmm. Um, for each class was just a lot. I mean, I love them though. Like they've stretched me and they've grown me um, academically. And I mean, even though they were tough, like I'm really grateful for them. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that just really shaped me as a student right off the bat was realizing, oh, this is college. Like this is what really matters. Getting a degree, you know, athletics is cool and making friends is cool, but you know, getting a job and things like that outside of college and you know, using this degree, you know, is really important. It's so very important. I think it just has shaped me as a student to just um, really take it seriously. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, to not like be a slacker, I think in high school, I mean, I was never really a slacker, but I always worked hard. But I think I could have applied myself a little bit more I in some you. areas. I feel um, you. Even though I was like in a couple APs and things like that, I came into college just kind of like, wow, like even though I did APs in a little dull credit class, I was still just like, man, like this is, this is real. This is, this is tough, you know? Yeah. And, but I mean, I was prepared. I just, I think mentally would just exhaust myself with trying to be this perfect student. And I don't think that's, that's not possible. That's not possible. That's not <laughs> and possible. I think cause in high school, I was always applauded by my teachers and things like that. And mm-hmm. I think coming to college, it's like professors are like, eh, you're on your own. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, we're here to help you, but you know, the grade is up to you. That's I'm to not going to give you a curve and things like that. If you do the bare minimum. That's what <laughs> so, you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's just kind of been my take, though. So yeah, my literally when I came into DBU, I didn't take no AP classes, yeah. no dual credit. Oh, no. Man. I was just all regular. Yeah. And before I came to DBU, I was at Southern. I still like mm-hmm. still all regular, doing good. But like you, I felt like God was calling me here because you know I got sick. If yeah. it wasn't for me getting sick, I wouldn't be here right now. Right. Yeah. But I got sick. I had to come back, and then I felt like God told me to come here. But break down the story. They just threw me an honors program. I was like. <laughs> What? what? I was like, yeah. no, that? I didn't ask. I was like, why am I in here? And they was like, you know, this could be an extra ch- uh, chance for a scholarship. And I'm like, okay, cool. But I don't, I'm like, I told myself I can't. And like, oh, now I tell yeah. myself, I never say mm. the words I can't. Yeah. Because, no. yeah, I told myself I can't. And my first day of honors class, I'm like, okay, it's going to be like, you know, syllabus and stuff. And it was like, no, you need your book. Go get it right now. <laughs> and next time we meet, you got a 200 page essay due. <laughs> on like the first chapter first two chapters of the book and i'm like what like <laughs> I, don't, I don't even like reading i don't yeah. read so mm-hmm. what and i'm like it just really challenged yeah. me so right. sure. i feel like it can just be challenging yes it is it's very challenging but it really pushes you to be a better student for sure yeah definitely because <laughs> yeah. you're ready for the real world <laughs> yeah it Where does you're just gonna be pushed and challenged all the time all so. the time non-stop yeah. <laughs> your first indoor meet in college you yeah. hit a new pr in the 400 how was that feeling when the race was over and you knew that you, you got a I PR? I was just really surprised, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. Two seconds off my best um, in high school. And so, I mean, I just didn't really know to expect. I just was really immensely prepared for the race, honestly. I wasn't really stressed. And stressed. <laughs> stressed. <laughs> <laughs> like, in high school, I was always really stressed before a race because, you know, I wanted to go to college and do track really bad. And so I put a lot of pressure on my times. But then coming in and just was like, you know what, I've been doing the work and I'm just going to go out there and just execute what I've been working for. So when I finished that race, I just was like, man, like I didn't expect it to be 
you know, already like in the 60s range. And so I was like, wow, like that's crazy that I've already hitting that this soon as a freshman, as a freshman. So like, that's just pretty cool. I mean, I know it's like not, you know, um, uh, impossible for a freshman to do that, you know, at the college level, I've seen many people do that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but it's also like really cool that I got to do that, you you know? And just like with the hard work that I already put in just from one semester, it's like really cool. And Honestly, it just gave me a little bit of confidence to be able to say, hey, like, I'm just going to continue to work hard and just see where God takes me. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. Now, y'all outdoor season yeah. previously started. Mm-hmm. Which one do you like more, indoor or outdoor? Um, I mean, we've only had really two outdoor meets so far. Mm-hmm. Um, they just been bo- they've been both really different. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I like outdoor more just really? because, like, I don't know. It just feels more like track to track, me, you know, because yeah. that's what I just grew up grew up doing. I never really did indoor, mm-hmm. literally up until college. I mean, I did maybe like one indoor meet my sophomore year of high school before like the whole COVID pandemic thing. Yeah. Um, and that wasn't really a great experience. <laughs> I was thrown to just like do like uh, the 200 meter dash at Texas A&M. <laughs> so that was like crazy. And yeah. I was so scared out of my mind. Um, but, you know, coming in and doing indoor here, you know, wasn't too bad of an experience. I really liked it. And I did good. Um, and that just kind of set me up for, you know, what was to come for outdoor. I think it's kind of like the dress rehearsal in a sense. So yeah. I think outdoor is like better because you do kind of feel a little bit more confident with where you are and to like know that you've already put races under your belt beforehand. So I think that's why I like outdoor a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and overall, just the atmosphere is just more fun to me. I don't know. I just like being outside and it's just, I don't know, more my thing. So yeah. <laughs> see. Know. I can't stand being outside. I can't, if a bug touches me, I get to itching and I'm already black. The yeah. sun out there, I get blacker. Oh, I'm like, no, nah, I just can't do it. Yeah. But I also ran track yeah. like when I was a kid. Oh, I went yeah. to one practice and I was like, nope. And then I did a couple of field days at school. Yeah. And, you know, I was really small for my age. Yeah. And I was placed against like really taller people <laughs> and it was a 200 and we came around that corner <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'm cool. But we got on that straightaway. They took off on me, fake the injury. No, nah, I ain't going out like that. So oh <laughs> that's why I can't do I'm yeah. I'm not fast. I'm quick. Yes. I feel like people be like, you're fat. No, I'm quick. It's a different. <laughs> <That's hilarious. laughs> yeah, I'm different. But now we're going to go into faith. Yeah. How's your faith making you the woman that you are today? Man, um, I don't even know where to start with that, honestly. It's just been kind of crazy. Just, I mean, this past year has really grown my faith. Like, everything I thought I knew about God from just middle school, high school, and all that, like, has been multiplied, I think, just being at DBU. I mean, I was just so excited to even come to DBU because I knew I was going to grow spiritually. I just had this feeling. Um, And just being a part of, like, ministries here on campus, like Crew and FCA, um, and being in church and going to chapel and all that like that stuff is great and but I've learned just like works are not enough for the Lord like to truly be you know a woman of God and to fear him is to honor him in everything I do and just really not have to like worry about oh am I doing enough and am I doing this and he's disappointed me and da, da, da. like that's mm-hmm. not what matters what matters is like that he just sees that my heart is for him and mm-hmm. only him and not for other things I think I've put a lot of idols in my life when it comes to sports and Mm -hmm. people and just status and things like that. And that stuff doesn't matter. Um, and it's like really refreshing to know that coming Mm -hmm. into college and not like later in life. And so that's where I'm just really feel like I've been growing in my faith a lot recently. And I don't know, that's just in kind of my take. And I just really grateful for just how God's like 
um, been teaching me a lot so soon and yeah so yeah. I don't know if that answers your question but no it does it does <laughs> yeah. now uh, you're from Waco yeah so how like what was the transition like trying to find a new church home in Dallas oh yeah it's been kind of crazy because I can't I came in you know from a really great church um from Waco it was called Antioch and I know a lot of you kind of have a lot to say about that church back at home but for me it was a personal um experience that was amazing and I met so many great friends and I just was um, in like the leadership program there for mm-hmm. the youth and things like that. And I loved it and I grew a lot spiritually. So coming in, I wanted a place kind of similar like that. Mm-hmm. And it took me a little bit to find it like kind of halfway through my s- first semester of freshman year. I kind of think I found the church and then I landed on first Irving and that's where I've kind of been placed. At, I think, and it's been really good so far. And I'm um, just really praying that this is the church. I think you know, as freshmen, you know, there's just so much going on all around us. We're kind of overstimulated with so many new things, mm-hmm. especially if, like me who really wants faith to be number one. You know, it's like I want to make sure I'm at the right church for sure. But I've been exactly. really liking the church I've been going to. And it really has been stretching me a lot in my faith and just really making me um, think critically about the word of God. I think I, you know, read the word in high school, but like, I think I'm actually studying it and actually wanting to apply it more and more to my life. And I think first Irving's like been doing a really great job at getting me to do that. And the people there are awesome are really awesome. And the college pastor there, he's great. And so I've been really liking it and mm-hmm. I can probably see myself there for maybe, you know, the next four years, but it just depends like if this is where the Lord's calling me, you know? Right. So I really like it. And I really grateful for it so and just being able to have that experience as a freshman so it's been really good okay what all did you do in the church like i know mm-hmm. we were talking about in class yeah. that they had you doing arts and crafts and stuff <laughs> so what all do you do um so like with church and things like that so recently i've been doing like community group um on sunday nights and it's been really sweet and sometimes i'm there not all the time just with track meets and things like that mm-hmm. sometimes they go through sunday but i mean there's also the college ministry in the mornings that i go to and it's been really sweet and I just been really enjoying that. And I'm planning to hopefully serve this coming semester to be a little bit more involved. I think I kind of been lacking a little bit in that area of my life, just being super involved in church like I was in high school. Now I'm kind of like more on the campus ministry side here. Mm-hmm. So making sure I'm like able to balance both because to me that's very important, you know, to be able to serve the church and also serve like here on my campus. So that's just been really important to me. But I've been really enjoying my experience at First Irving so far. So That's yeah. dope. That's mm-hmm. dope. Now, when I think of track athletes, I think that you guys have to, like, motivate yourself. Like, <laughs> when you get into the blocks, yeah. like, something has to be running into mm. your mind. Like, okay, yeah. we're about to start. Yeah. What runs through your mind when yeah. you're getting in the blocks? Like, is it, like, a verse or yes. a person or, like, what yeah. just goes through your mind? There's, like, honestly, for me, um, I, I used to, like, overthink a lot before a race, um, you know, coming into college and things like that. But then I've just been kind of, like, free from the, mm-hmm. I guess, the excessive worrying and things like that. It's like where I feel still kind of just like, all right, like it's up to you, God. Yeah. It's not me. And um, so often we see athletes, you know, point their finger at the sky like, this is for you, God. Yeah. Before, <laughs> that's me. Like I am that person because not to like try to make myself like say, oh, I'm going to get first because of God. Like, no, right, like yeah. that. Sometimes I'll come dead last and I still don't do that. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But it's, it's honestly just... A, a realization for me it's like it's not me that's gonna do this race it's God's strength through me mm-hmm. um and so it's just been really cool to just kind of have like a calm mind before I get in the blocks and if I don't have a calm mind if I don't feel like confident and ready I know that's not gonna be my best race um mm-hmm. but my best races are when I'm just like 
trusting the Lord with that race ahead of me and to just tell myself a, a verse like my favorite right now is like um, Isaiah 40, 31. I really like that. And so it's just been really good. And also Joshua 1, 9, be strong and courageous. I love that verse. That's like my verse to get Sword through practices. <laughs> yes, get through practices, get through a race, just be strong and be courageous and mm-hmm. really just do it for the Lord. And so that's just been my favorite um, thing and just not really worrying anymore because a time does not define me. Um, like I used to think, I thought like, oh, if I do hit this time, then I'll be this person. People will respect me and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's not the case anymore. Now it's like, okay, just just going to go out there and have fun and just right. do the sport that I love and do it all for the Lord and let him decide where that goes. So, okay. yeah. <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah. Now, going back into the pots, mm-hmm. and I, my question is, did you already, like, have a strong faith before or, like, did that, like, introduce mm-hmm. you and, like, grow on yeah. to your faith? Um, I already had a pretty strong faith before, I would say, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I got saved probably at around the age of 10, and then I really just encountered the Lord whenever I was, like, 13. So, I don't know, I really just had pretty good foundation, I thought, you know, but I think it just took me even deeper and mm-hmm. had, like, more of a real connection with God, I think. Um, even though I would talk to God with my Bible, be around Christian friends and things like that. Like it just kind of just took it even deeper mm-hmm. in a way that I probably wouldn't have before. And my identity, like learning who I actually was versus like, you know, what other people told me I was, I think because people just define me as an athlete, you know, a lot growing up. And I think that can just take a toll on your mental health because that feels like that's all your worth is. And I think right. God taking me through that illness really just taught me who I really was in him. And I mean, that's something I'm still continuing to learn is who I am in him. I think that's a lifelong journey. I don't think you ever get perfect at that. But to know, like, your actual, you know, identity is in him and know that that can't be changed Mm -hmm. is something I'm really glad I learned. And so I had a pretty good foundation going into that illness, um, like, of who the Lord was. And But then just, again, like I said, taking it deeper to the next level was just really crucial for me. So Yeah. yeah. Last question. Mm-hmm. So let's just say someone's listening to this mm-hmm. and they have ulcerative colitis or they have yeah. POTS yeah. and they had a dream and a goal like you to mm-hmm. do track, but mm-hmm. they feel like they can't. Mm-hmm. What are some words of motivation that you have for them? Man, um, I've talked to like guys before and girls before just about like, oh, like I can't do this and I can't do that. I can't fulfill this dream in my life because of this and this. And I just like, I'm like, you know what? Like, I thought the same thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, the truth is, like, maybe there are certain things that really do prohibit you from doing things. You know, if I didn't get healed, I probably wouldn't have been here. Right. So it's like, but I think just trying to think, how can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? And how can I be the person that, like, God's called me to be and, like, be able to still become, you know, the person He's designed you to be? And so it's just like, telling them that versus just like, Oh, but you will, because it's like, I don't know if you will succeed in that dream. Like dreams come and go. Um, but if you do have something you are like for sure passionate about and you do feel it's from the Lord and whatnot, like to just, um, pray about it and continue to uh, pursue God about it, not the dream itself, because that dream is kind of, you know, like smoke. It's not, Oh, it's going to like fade, you know what I mean? And so it's like, just to trust God with, you know, that, desire and just really just keep going and um don't you know be afraid of change and um, adversities but use them to your advantage and mm-hmm. i think i've learned that a lot just to realize like i need to use this adversity for my benefit not for it because it can destroy you or can you know, yeah. make you or break you and so yeah. like that's just i kind of learned like man like i just didn't want that illness to break me i wanted to make me stronger and it's kind of cliche and all that but it really <laughs> like is the truth so you gotta you gotta choose one or the other and 
and and just use it to help other people you know so yeah yeah, yeah. My advice would be same thing like you just pray, mm-hmm. just pray about it and never say yeah. never. Like if you, <laughs> Justin if you, Bieber, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, never say never. That's if my you favorite. if you want to do it, try to do it. Yeah. If you if like it's just not possible, yeah. then you use that and take it into another mm-hmm. field. Like yes. I wanted to do basketball. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't real with myself. I was like, right. oh, I'm going to NBA. I'm going yeah. to NBA. Knowing dang well I wasn't, but I'm going to NBA. <laughs> and then I got sick, and I never got back to playing, like, right. like organized basketball yeah. for a team. I never right. got back into it. But it's like now I got the opportunity to be sideline reporting and yeah. stuff like that. And I also want to be a motivational speaker yeah. because, like, I can just mm-hmm. – that's what I feel like God is calling me to do. Right. So sometimes – God will put something, a circumstance in your life Mm -hmm. to block you from something that he doesn't want you to do. Mm -hmm. So my advice would be to just pray on it and actually have that conversation if that's what you're meant to do. Because you can can always want to do something. But if you're not meant to do that, then it's it's just not going to work. It's just not going to work. For sure. Be able to discern like what is and what isn't from God because sometimes it can be you know, our own fleshly desires of like, oh, but I want this so bad. He's like, let go yeah. of that idol and just like, let me take you to something else. Right. Or like, let the idol go so then I can actually bless you with that thing with versus, it, mm-hmm. versus it, you know, taking over you, you yeah. know? And so I had to lay down my dreams before God, especially when it came to track. And I didn't really know and I really didn't care mm-hmm. if track was in my future. I mean, I mean, I cared a little, but right. not to the point of obsession, you know, it was just like, mm-hmm. you know what? Like, if this is what God wants, it's what he wants. If he right. doesn't, he doesn't. And, I didn't expect to come to college drag. I mean, it just was a little dream of mine, you know, my sophomore year, and it just so happened. And so um, for his glory, you know, so I'm just really grateful that um, to just like lay down like that desire um, because he can take it to a whole different level than what right. I could have expected. So, right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That was a great talk. Yeah. If you guys want to hear more about faith, Give Maggie <laughs> a follow on Instagram. See so you have other stuff going on there. Get Tell the people your Instagram. Uh, it's Maggie.Morris. So it's spelled M-E-G-G-I-E dot and then Morris, M-O-R-R-I-S. So, yeah, I don't have a huge following or anything like that. Hey, it but, matter. <laughs> uh, shoot, but hit me with a follow. Right, and, hit it with a follow. Um, yeah, I just post about track, friends, and faith. So um, mm-hmm. if you're kind of for that then <laughs> give me a follow give a follow yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah everybody that was Maggie Morris with Maggie good luck as the track team travels to San Angelo Texas to run in the David Noble Relays on April the 6th this has been another episode of Sit Down with Swaggy Seuss and remember fear not because God is with you peace